Anne. I'm Missy. Welcome to Book Booze Friends. We're two chicks drink booze and talk book boyfriends. Hello and welcome back for another episode of Book Booze Friends. Um, today is a lighthearted day, I guess you could say. Yeah. Just because after the after Kate Stewart. Well, not Kate Stewart. Um, Eden Connor. Oh, yeah. Eden Connor. Wrong yeah. trilogy. <laughs> Whoops. But similar thought. Wrong, wrong trilogy. Um, just, you know, after that little bit of darkness with that, we decided to go for something a little more lighthearted. So we read... I don't even think it's dark. It's really... It's not dark. It's heart-wrenching. But say it's... it's. I would say that's a better yeah. estimation. Heart-wrenching. Just so, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So, so we just needed something funny. Palette cleanser to a point. Yes. Um, and so we decided to read The Truth About Porn Star Boyfriends by <laughs> Suniva D. Now, before I get too much into like what's it about, they kind just, of they why, just we, love the title, why we picked it and everything, let's talk about what we're drinking. They just love the title though. That's just hilarious. I mean, I mean yeah, it's just a good title. Um, so today, um, we are drinking a Syrah Rose wine. Um Upon first taste of it, it's quite tart. You should see Marianne's face. Every time she takes a sip, she almost pukes. Yeah, I was the first one to take the sip before she did. <laughs> and, like, I was not expecting yeah. it. And I definitely had the, oh, my God, this is what I have to drink at this yeah. time of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, I'm all just like, oh, this is actually quite tart. She's like, yeah, did you not see my face? <laughs> but it is actually a really good um, fall type wine. Um, it has a little bit of body to it. Like, you know, rosés. Um, can come this one is from a straw which is a red grape so it has lots of tannins in it um it's actually pretty good once you get over that tartness it has a very nice finish to it yeah it's it's grown on me a little bit more right. like now that i've had it a little bit yeah. like it's not quite as bad but i have to finish it before i can drink my water because if i clear my palate out like yeah it. you're just you're I'm not, not going gonna, back to yeah. it yeah yeah okay so and we drink this because i mean rosé is a very prominent um character in this book and so, of course, we will post it on the site and everywhere so you guys can see. Okay. So, Next. let's talk about the book. So, we picked this again because <laughs> we wanted something that was a little more lighthearted um, than what the previous trilogy that we did for our last three episodes were. So, we've obviously read a book about a porn star before. Shout out to Lingus by Mariana Zapata. Yep. And we kind of were like, why the hell not? Right. So to Plus give, I like the title. Yeah, so the, the title is <laughs> it's very appropriate. Um, so to give, like, if you were to read the blurb, I'm going to be honest, it doesn't really give you a lot because I remember when I read the blurb, I was like, the fuck is this about? Right. <laughs> um, so just to kind of give a quick recap without giving too much away, obviously we know that our hero, Ciro, mm -hmm. is a porn star. Yes. I mean, he has to be. Yeah. However, our heroine, Savannah, does not know this for quite quite a while he yeah. keeps it from her um for specific reasons, reasons. But for yeah. reasons like he's just not like an asshole like i'm not for good reasons like i'm not gonna tell her that i'm a porn yeah. star because i want to get one over that's yeah. not the reason no, no, no. Uh -huh. um it's it, like he has legitimate reasons for why he does not tell her correct um and so pretty much i mean he hides it but he doesn't hide it yeah like it's as a reader it's obvious yeah like but obviously that's also obviously kind of the point yeah but um so like pretty much the story is like the first part is them meeting, them coming together, starting to fall in love. Right. And then the second part is the aftermath. Yeah. She has found out 
who he is, what he does like, for a living. all that stuff. Yeah. And she really struggles with it. Yeah. Um, and so it's like there's really two halves. The first half, happy-go-lucky, and the second half, which is still happy. But there's that edge on it because yeah. of... Of his job. Yeah, but because of all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm, I'm being very vague on purpose yeah. because I know we're going to talk about it a lot right. more um, when we start talking about, like, you know, what did we like? What didn't we like? And all that stuff. But you need to know that when they start dating, she does not know. She discovers issues abound. And yeah. then we eventually get her happily ever after. Yeah. Again. Yeah. All hell breaks loose when she finds out. Yes. Understandably so. Like... Okay, so, like, I could probably talk a lot about a lot of different things on yeah. this one, because I remember I messaged you while yeah. reading this, being like... What the fuck? Like, <laughs> like for me, it's not even that, like, I didn't like it, because I did enjoy it. But, like, I had some issues with it. Yeah. Like, I had some pretty major issues yeah. with it, which, knowing, like, my reading preferences, I'm not yeah. super surprised right. about. And that's even when I told you when we picked this book, I'm like, hey, it's going to have some of your triggers, but they're not bad triggers. Yeah, no, they're Just- not. They're, annoying yeah they're, they're just super annoying yeah but i mean they're there but it's like one of those they're there for a reason and you can get over it because of what happens afterwards exactly it's not one of those where it's in your face it's in your face you have to deal with it for the rest of the book and no resolution you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and okay. so and i know this was your first read of it and the first read by this author mm-hmm. Whereas I read this book back in... When it first came out, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, when it first came out. Yeah. Okay, so let's get down to it, I guess. All right. I'm ready. So let's talk about Ciro a little bit. Okay. What'd you think of him? I actually like Ciro. I mean, you know, he's the type of guy um, where, you know, he sees something that he wants. And he goes about getting it, mm-hmm. right? So he's kind of one-track-minded in that respect. But not only is that he's dedicated to his job, once he's with somebody, he's dedicated he to is that person. 100%. You know, he basically wants to um, treat that person he's with as his goddess. You know, take you on trips to all over the world. If that's what you want, if you want to sit at home and eat chocolate all day long, he's going to get you to do I it. I can honest to God say that, like, of all the books we've read so far, Sierra by far really hits the book boyfriend trope or mold, I right. guess. Because, you know, when you think of book boyfriends, you think, you know, it's someone that takes care of me. He puts my needs first. Right. Maybe not always. But, like, you know, my needs are first. Like, he wants me to be happy. Exactly. And to do all of these things. And, like, he literally does them right like it's it's not like in past books where you know if there's like one or two things like you know he's an alpha hole or whatever like like Ciro literally is if you were to look at the dictionary I'm pretty sure there'd be a picture of him because he is he's the king of romance yeah most definitely and I mean so in the book he's 28 years old you find out he does come from money Mm -hmm. but everything he has he built himself. He's built himself. So he's self-made. Because his parents, once they found out what he was doing, disowned him. disowned him and has nothing to do with him. You know? And he has all these so-called, they think they're friends with him, but I would actually say they're his acquaintances mm-hmm. or co-workers. I would agree with that. But he's more of, he keeps his inner circle very small. Very, very small. Very small. And 
I don't think it's because he's not willing to put himself out there. I just think it's because he's already of been all this shit that's happened enough times, you know, especially when you find out about like his ex wife. Oh, that bitch! That you was know? that was not a fun part. Yeah, of the place, no, to say the least. And then when you find out, I mean, I know people are probably going to be grossed out by this or, or something, but you know, when you're reading the book, you find out the reason why he is the way he is and why he wants what he wants is because Savannah's his 52nd girlfriend. Yeah, that, like, like when I read that, I mean, it's like, I guess in some ways it's no different than, like, in other books. I can't think of what they are now. Like, I've read in other books where they kind of, they talk about their numbers. And, like, there's one dude, maybe it was Lingus, actually, because I read Lingus pretty quickly after mm-hmm. I read this one. I reread it, I guess I should say. And one of the characters, not the main one, it was a side character. Oh, her best friend. Like, the brother. Zoe's brother. Yes. The doctor. Yes. Whatever. Like, he talked about his number, and, like, when she did the math, was like, that's more than one person a week for mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. Like, it was in the hundreds or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And so it's like, I mean, yeah, 52, I'd, I'd be like, okay, like, right on, man, you do you. But, I mean. But, like, it's also a personal choice. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't think that makes him any less than. No, not at all. I mean, but what's the difference in dating a lot of people? Things. You know, I'm not slut shaming. I'm well, not... and it's also not including anybody they slept with because of the workout. Well, exactly. No, this is actually just, relationships. Pure relationships. You know? he, he does talk about how, um, like, when everything kind of comes to light, he talks about, you know, why he chose to not tell her initially. And that's when he mentions the 52 and it's like, you know, from dating them, I've realized. I can't tell you the truth at first. Exactly. Like, I need to, to, you have to, to know care me. for me as a yeah. person and not me as the porn star. Because right. the way I read it was when he started dating, he met people and would tell them, you know, hey, I'm a porn star. And so people would be with him because he was a porn star, not because he was him. Right. And like, and that's something I understand because mm-hmm. I feel like in a lot of ways, we've all had those situations or relationships, even friendships. Right. Where people are with you for a specific reason yep. because of what you can do or who you know, not because they genuinely like you. Well, you can't see Nancy's face. You're making a face. I am making a face. I mean, I understand why she's making a face. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, we've all been in situations like that where it's like you genuinely like the yeah. person, and then yeah. it comes out later that they're only friends with you because you can do something for them or you're friends with the most popular guy in yeah. school or your brother is yeah. like super whatever yeah. like insert whatever the situation exactly is. so like i can totally understand in that respect why zero does what he does it, it approaches it however we all know yeah. i got issues with lying yes and while i do believe this is justified yes it's also really shitty and, like, then that's something that was really hard for me to but, reconcile. But also in his defense, not once did she just come out and ask. Oh, yeah, true. No, I, I would agree with that. It's, like, she purposefully, I think, I think on some level she knew something funky was going on. Because he never told her. And she knew that it was, like, quote, unquote, movies. Yes. He but never she, specified. Yes, he never she specified. she was happy to have her head in the sand. Yeah. Because, you know, even in the book, she talks about, oh, you know, he's maybe a B-list actor, maybe a C-list actor. Porn never entered her mind. Exactly. Even though the whole setting of the book is in the valley. And anyone who knows anything, the valley is where they're all made. I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, 
she knows he acts. She knows he travels a lot for work. She also knows that while he is at work, he's always texting her, calling her, Skyping her, FaceTiming her, whatever the case may be, you know, so she's a part of him at all times. But never from set. Yes, that one set. I said there's one, but like it's never where she could potentially. Correct, correct. I mean, she hears stuff in the background. She hears stuff in the background and then say, hey, hey, babe, I got to go. He's very careful to initially keep the two parts of his life separate. Right. And then only that, though, but, I mean, he sends her flowers. Yeah, flowers every day, you know. I mean, he's just the, if you want to be romance, if you want to be wine and nine. You need to find yourself a zero. He's the person you need to go to. 100% I can't disagree. He's Um, the person you need to go to. So, I mean, like I said, like, to me, zero is literally, like, almost the book boyfriend you need to rate everybody else against because he just does it all so well. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Yes. What do we love about the book then? I mean, we've already kind of started getting into this conversation of what do we like and what do we not like? Right. But, like, what are you, what do you love about the book besides Zero? I actually enjoy the concept of the book. You know, I mean, like when you're in Lingus, you know for a fact, I mean, they meet at a porn convention like that's i mean literally they meet at a porn convention right so you kind of know from the get-go from the get-go and that's what i even told you when you text me you're like missy i'm like wait a minute two totally separate things because savannah didn't know whereas she did know you know what i'm saying how cat found out pretty bad as well because he hadn't told her oh yes which i mean but i also understand why he didn't say anything because he's like you know me for me you don't know me it's him exactly so like i get that right. but it's still like i mean can you imagine right. being in a porn convention and there's the guy that you were like legitimately like you're super hot i really like you and right then suddenly you find out oh my god he's a porn star right robbie lingus right and that implies a lot right. of stuff right. yeah so like i mean but anyway and so and then this one you know they meet at her work she works at a restaurant it's kind of like a nice restaurant yeah um, and yet, you know, um, so I like the concept of the book, right? About how, in a sense, they do the meet cute, mm-hmm. which you love, by the way. Um, and then they, you know, she's holding on. It's like, no, I'm not dating. I'm not dating, but they're dating, right? Like, I'm not dating him. I'm just seeing him. Yeah. Like, that's kind of her distinction. Like, yeah. We're not dating. We're just friends. Yeah. Because she, you know, her life's in turmoil. She's, she doesn't want to get hurt. Yeah, she doesn't want to get hurt because, you know, it's just her and her mom who moved out to the valley. The rest of her family is out in Kansas. And her mom's got and some her mom, issues. Yeah, her mom has issues. She's flighty. Like legitimate issues. Yeah, not, mental we're not issues. Just, we're not just saying that. Like, yeah, she, has she legitimate literally issues. has mental issues to where, you know, something happens. Oh, I got to go. You know, she'll just pick up and move in a heartbeat. Which is part of why she ended up in California. Exactly undiagnosed and so exactly and like it comes to a head later in the book and it's that's one of the things that i really like like it kind of goes hand in hand with sierra being a book boyfriend or whatever right but like he he cares so much about savannah and her mom right that he is willing to do literally whatever it takes to make sure they're both okay correct like he literally pays for her mom to be taken care of in a center to get treatment you know, and he knows how to handle her mom, whereas no one else knows how to handle her mom. You know, that was, like, when that happened, I was kind of like, 
okay, that that's pretty cool because it endears you more exactly into because to like, him. it shows he's not just with Savannah because he finds her hot. He right. just likes her or whatever. Like he's right. with her. Like to me, that showed that he was legitimately there for the long haul. Right. And then the other part that I really enjoyed was even though Savannah was like so fucking pissed, so freaking furious, she could not let him go. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't let her go. And so then they started doing Friends with Benefits. You know, that back and forth dance, essentially. You know, but even during the Friends with Benefit phase, he was still treating her like a queen. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was kind of shitting on him some. So for him, nothing changed. But for her, everything did. Yeah. You know, because all she could think of was like, am I comparing? She's comparing herself to all of his past relationships. She's comparing herself to all his co-workers. Mm-hmm. And then when she finally gives up the courage to say, okay, you know what? I'm in this. I'm willing to deal with your lifestyle and everything. Because she also becomes really good friends. With a co-worker. With a co-worker of his. Right? And then she goes and finds out that she actually has a normal boyfriend. And she falls in love with them as a couple and as friends. And that helps open her eyes. Exactly. And then, of course, you know... The shithole of it is as soon as she finds up the courage to say, you know what? I can do it. I've got it. That's when the ex comes. That's when the ex comes in and it fucks everything up. And you're like. Fuck this shit. I know, right? <laughs> but what about you? What did so, you like about it? What I liked the most was how real, I guess, to a point. Right? Like. With my own writing, this is something I talk about a lot when people, like, ask what I, why I write what I write or whatever. Like, I'm a because fan of... Because it's fun. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. But, like, I'm a fan of the stories that, while maybe a little bit fantastical, not in that they're fantasy, but in that they're a real fantasy, mm-hmm. they could still potentially happen. And I find that the best fantasies come from that close to real life story i guess Mm -hmm. so like when reading this while yes it is fantastical i like how real the characters are like they're not overblown in any particular way like they're literally normal everyday people they They pay their bills they have everyday issues right and we see them struggle it's not like like when you were talking about how like after everything is all said and done like you know she shits on him a little bit and he you know never really gives up on her like i like as it was to read like I, I love and hate reading this because like I love reading it because yes give me the tension right but I hate reading it because oh my god just come on right um but like I like that because in real life chances are you're not going to just roll over oh you're a porn star okay like that's not going to happen no. and so it's like I like to see that struggle between them because it shows that they're human right I'm totally with you on that one. That one, yeah. And so, like, that's probably what I like the most about this as well. Yes, like, the idea is a little bit fantastical that it's like the whole, like, what is it? Like, I know what I'm thinking of, but it's like you're walking down the street and someone sees you and they're like, you should model for me. Or... Oh, like Christy Brinkley. Like, but you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, where, yeah. like, you know, situations where it's like you're working in a restaurant right, right, right. and some movie producer right. sees you and he's like, I need you to be, right, like... Right. The stories like that that you hear that are like, there's no way that fucking happened. But, but it does. But it does. But and it does. I kind of apply that to this yeah. because you think stuff like this doesn't happen in real life, but it does happen in but real it life. It does. Um, and I just, I like that 
The realty of it. Exactly. Like the reality that's there while even though it's not real. Yeah. I could see it happening. Right. And I just, I really like that. Like right. that's something that I feel like a lot of books sometimes take that fantasy too far because yeah. they want you to live in that fantasy of the alcohol or yeah. whatever, which I, I mean, I love those. Don't get me wrong. But I also just really like. Normal. Like a, a normal story. Like I want to read about normal everyday people. Right. And this is actually, like, I, I said this yesterday. You did, I didn't say it to you. I said it to somebody else. Like, I was talking about what I wrote, and I was like, I like writing stories where we have normal, everyday people, like hero, like heroines, falling in love with larger-than-life heroes. Uh-huh. Which, if you think about the books I write, I mean, it sort of fits in there because I, yeah. I love sports romance. Yeah. And that's kind of, I feel like this book fits into that yes. a little bit because he's the larger-than-life hero. She's a waitress. Like, it's perfect. Yes. In that respect. Okay. Okay. So, I agree. Okay. So I feel like there's a lot that we did enjoy, but. Yes. As with most books. There's something you don't like. Yeah. So do you want to go first or want me to go first? You can go first since I went first the last time. So as I mentioned earlier, and I've mentioned before in previous episodes, I have issues with lying. And so even though. I do think Ciro is justified in not telling Savannah initially. It's still really hard for me to to Missy's trying to show me something. I can't read and talk. I'll start reading what I'm what I'm looking at. So now I've lost my train of thought. But like you're not, talking about his line. So it's not about easy for how me you don't to lie. Like yeah. Move on from that. I guess it's like one of those. Like I totally get why he did not say anything like and I don't fault him for that either that that's that's my issue too like I don't fault him for that but I still it makes me feel skeevy that's what I said earlier like it legitimately makes me feel skeevy because as a reader and this is part of like the irony of the situation for the reader compared to the, the characters we know something is going on and by the time we find out you have a really really good idea what that is that he does that he has not admitted to or whatever and so it's just it is justified lying i think in this particular situation but it's still lying but i just i really dislike it (laughs) and it doesn't necessarily detract from my enjoyment of the story right because obviously i enjoyed the book right Right, right. I wouldn't have finished it if I didn't. So, right, right. Oh, like, and you're like known for DNF. But like, it's just even though everything works out in the end, like I still kind of get caught up on that issue. Fuck, man. Right. Like, come on. Like, right. why would you start your relationship on a lie? And that's I think where my hangup comes in. Like, you technically started your relationship on a lie. Again, yes, I do think it's justified. Right. But you still started a relationship that ends up being like the one right on the line so like i totally understand why savannah loses her shit when she finds out especially considering how she finds out like she sees him in a porno that her roommate is watching which is also a totally weird situation like i had issues with that i can see you having issues like the the porn basement essentially that's where they go to watch porn in their basement and she goes down there well they're single guys i mean i get that but it's like still just I have things to say, but I won't say them on, on mic. <laughs> Why not? No, I'm just kidding. It's related to college. Got it. <laughs> um, but, like, I mean, I get College that. indiscretions. 
Well, not mine. <laughs> um, but, like, I get that. Like, but, I don't know, just, it was super shitty. And, like, I understand, like, I had a feeling she was going to find out this way. Either someone right. was going to blab. Right. Or she was going to see a movie. Or she was going to be browsing the internet and here he comes up because she's right. already Google searched him. She just yeah. didn't know his porn name. Yeah. And that's why he wouldn't come up. Yeah. So, I don't know, like, my whole issue with the book, and it's very minor, like, yeah. all things considered so fucking minor, <laughs> is related to the lie that he tells, or that the lie of omission, maybe. Yeah. I mean, to me, obviously that didn't bother me. <laughs> you know? I mean, yes, I do like honesty. Yes, I don't like people lying. But in this particular case, like you said, even though it's justified for you, I totally understand why you have the issue with it. You know what I mean? Um, but for me, I didn't have an issue with his lying in this case because, like we find out in the book, he, yes, it's lying by omission, but, you know, he's doing it to protect her and to try and find out if this is a potential relationship. Well, and, like, and I totally understand that, too, just because... Like, I get his stance of, I've had people with me for the wrong reasons. Because yeah. I'm a porn star, so they right. think, oh, you're a porn star, so obviously X, Y, Z, or whatever. Like, right. I totally get it. Just, right. I just hate that. It happens. I hate that the world is such a world that something like this. You have to hide. Exactly. Well, you know, so in the book, I pretty much enjoyed the whole Thing. I enjoyed her writing of it. I enjoyed the whole concept. I fell in love with the characters, you know, except for the ex-wife. Um, I ex-wife think, is a... I think that was the sticking point for me. I knew we needed that extra... That little bit of extra conflict. That, yeah, we needed it in the book because everything was, up until that point when she found out... Easy sailing. Yeah. You know, but even with her mom's conflict and her walls being up and stuff like that, the ex-wife, even though she had already been, she's already with another person, had been with another person, you know. Um, oh, I guess we never did say. The ex-wife is also a porn star. It's kind of how they came together. Yeah, they actually met on set. They actually, you know, dated each other and then fell in love and then got together. And then but it didn't really last. It didn't that long. last very long. I think it lasted less than a year. two years. Maybe. Say it was. It was very, yeah. very, and it very was because even, jealousy. Yeah, even because even though they're both porn stars, she was super jealous, of, insecure. She was very yes, insecure. Very insecure. But not I necessarily also, the jealousy is the insecurity. Yeah, but I can also understand why mm-hmm. is because she was sex trafficked. Yeah, so she was. You know, she's. She had her own issues and how she got into porn. Correct. And that created issues. And that's also, I would say, part of the reason why they got married. Because Sierra wanted someone that he could take care of. Correct. And she fit the bill so well initially. And so my issue with, the only thing I didn't really like was the ex-wife in the book. Because, you know. She's something else. She is something else. 100%. You know, because even though it was completely over um, with the two, her and Ciro, you know, Savannah is prominently in the picture, 
Um, she still she's felt like still she was feeling entitled. that she was entitled to stuff, and that actually kind of pissed me off. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like, you know what I mean? Who are you to come in here to your ex-wife who has a new relationship that's really serious, exactly, and demand things? Yeah, and then you know, I actually felt really bad for Savannah because you know, here's Savannah. She, the moment she decides, yeah. I'm going to that be whole all scene in, where she in. shows up and he's there and the ex-wife is there and she like I mean she misinterprets the scene. Don't get me wrong. Correct. Like 100% misinterprets it, but not. But like the whole like I like my heart was in my yeah. stomach. Like I even like yeah. even knowing as a reader, like it's, right. it's not what it seems. It can't be what it yeah. seems. Right. Like, it's still just... See, and then what upset me was, even though, like, in this, it upset me, but it also shows more syrup. Because, you know, here's Savannah, she's mad because she walks into this scene because she's going to make them dinner, she's going to she have ready this to whole be all set, in. you know, ready to be all in with this relationship after she finds out what he did for a job, you know, she's willing to just go for it. And then she walks in and finds out that she's seeing her soon-to-be boyfriend, ex-lover, hugging this person, you know, and comforting her and all this other stuff. And so, rightly so, you're going to jump to conclusions. Oh, yeah. I mean, like... 100%. If I were to see that, I'd be like... (laughs) Well, then, but not only that, though, once all the introductions are made, Ciro's heart, even though he's 100% Team Savannah, loves Savannah... Is with the ex-wife and that was something that i really also had issue with it's like come on dude like but it also shows who he is oh, as you a know, person like because even though love wins yeah even though they're loyal. even though they're separated he still cares about her and wants to make sure she's okay you know what i'm saying it's not as he didn't just dump her because they were done yeah you know so that actually makes you even though he would have been perfectly within his rights to do that well most definitely but i mean <laughs> It kind of made me mad because, um, you know, that week when the ex-wife was staying at his house, you know, Savannah was put to the side a little. Yeah, that was. Do you know what I mean? So that was, you know, so, but then he tries to make up for it and he's like, no, 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 it's not that way. I'm just helping her get back on her feet. You know, this is what I do for people. But I also think on his part. He should have been more upfront with Savannah about it instead Most of leaving definitely. her to languish, essentially, because she had no idea. But, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why it made me mad, because up until this point, he was treating Savannah like a queen, and then... She's his number one. Now this suddenly. happens. You know, he didn't do it... I, I It was... A, I think it was, like, an unconsciously type yeah, like thing. He didn't think about he didn't what even it would think about it. Exactly. You know, and then the best, then um, his friend, co-worker, friend, you yeah. know, Savannah's porn friend, you know, she's like, no, it's not that way. It's, it's not that way. He would never, you know, never, so never, you know, and so Savannah had to come to that realization yeah. that. She had to do soul searching. Yeah. You know, and then when they finally did have that conversation, everything came out and he goes, no, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, so. Once she had that conversation saying, hey, this really hurt because of what happened. Excellent. Yeah, like you. You know what I'm saying? Valued her more than me. Exactly. And then he's like, oh, fuck, no, I don't. You know, you are my queen. You are everything to me. But she's also a part of my life. She's a part of my circle. And I want to make sure my circle's taken care of. 
So even though I hated it. At the end, it did make sense and you can justify it to a point. Exactly. You know? And so that's the only thing yeah. I really didn't like is because he unintentionally hurt her because they weren't communicating for once. <laughs> well, because he's like a, a good person. Exactly. I mean... Throughout the whole book, they communicate, they communicate, other than his job, they communicate, they communicate, right? Suddenly, yeah. And then suddenly, he's not communicating, you know? But that was the only thing that kind of was like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, it sucked I lied, but are we all up front always with people? No. See? <laughs> okay. I mean, I try to be, which I think we, we know. Well, yeah, but I mean, but okay. But even then, sometimes you can't help, like, that white lie, or... Right. Well, I mean, okay, think about it when you were first dating your hubby. Mm-hmm. We 100% always... I mean, I don't know what I would have hidden. I didn't... <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> I know you guys have been married a while, not as long as I've been married, but, you know, I mean, there's certain things married couples do, mm-hmm. like go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. When you're first dating somebody... Oh, hell no. Do you see what I'm saying, though? But once you're married, and you're like, you just let it all, easier, like, still, like, you know, your boobs come out all the time, because you're just like, oh, let it all hang out, right? Do you know what I'm saying, though? I mean, we all keep back something when you first meet somebody. You know? I just don't think it's on the magnitude. Well, it's not, but I'm just... I get what you're saying, like... <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying just a little. Okay, so... Yes? I think we finally reached the, do we recommend? And what do we rate? I actually recommend... I actually recommend this book i've actually told people about this book other than you (laughs) you know but then again i don't really tell people many of the books we read because the whole stigma yeah well i mean i don't care if they know what i read but it has to be the right person but yeah and that's i don't meet those many people because everyone's just bitches yeah pretty much (laughs) you know so i mean i would agree i would say you're wanting something that's a little bit lighthearted with light angst. Yeah. This is definitely the book for you. Yeah. I definitely enjoyed it. It was a really nice bite, I guess, after right, right, right. the Some trilogy heavy. that we just read. Some heavy. Um, so it was kind of like the perfect thing to to do after that to kind of move on to other things, I right. guess. And I actually I think it was very well written. Um if somebody wants a little bite of um reality. Yes, kind of like what yeah, I was saying. Like, exactly. You know, it's, it's a realistic fantasy. Yeah. It's kind of how I sometimes categorize it. Yeah. It's something that's super fantastical. Mm-hmm. But it could happen. It could happen. I mean. Like, it, it could legitimately happen. I mean, Christy Brinkley was found at a beach with her parents. You know? I mean, weirder things have happened, obviously. I mean, you know, it, I mean, um. Patrick Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy ended up with his hairdresser. But he does have really good hair. He does have really good hair. He has really good hair. Um, you know, but yeah, I did enjoy this book. I would recommend it to people. If you want something kind of lighthearted, some with some realism to it, um, not heavy, easy read, I would definitely recommend this to people. I don't think it's on some of the other scales that we have to where we're like, oh, hell no, don't even. You know, I think this is something for someone who's getting into the genre. That's a very that's a easily good, read. Yeah. Um, right. And I think we've already kind of talked about my thoughts on Zero, but what would you rate him? Oh, my Jesus. 
So I would actually rate Sierra really high. Like, um, I would say like an eight or a nine. Yeah. Just because I'm, even I'm with the, the issues same. that come, yeah. he is consistent. Yeah, 100%. I think he's up there. He's like about a nine. He's the pinnacle. Yeah. he Like, Carter was the pinnacle for the alpha holes, 100%. Because even though he is, he still takes care of he Zoe. He takes care of Zoe the whole entire time. You know, and you find that out at the end of the book. How much he took care yeah. of her. Right? Um. So, to me, he's a nine. Mm-hmm. Nine and a half. Because would, yeah. he's just... He's up there. He's up there. He does everything right. Literally. That's yeah. why, like, you know, if you look in the, the dictionary definition right. of a boyfriend, you're going to see a picture of Ciro because he's that guy. Yeah. I mean, he's he's the one who everyone wants to take home to mom and dad. Mm-hmm. He's the one who, you know, um, all the Disney princesses talk about. Yep. Granted, he's a porn star. But he's still but charming. Exactly. You know, and then even at the end of the book, what he does for um, Savannah, even though, like, how he changes his job, you know, and our reader, well, our listeners will understand because, like, I know you listen to audios. I don't really listen Not to a audios. Ton, like, but, I mean, you've listened to audios and I, I like, shy away from them. But, like, you find out. In the epilogue of the book, he gave up being an actual porn star to do voice work. Exactly, and so he, which I actually, think is like the ultimate grand gesture, exactly to make for someone knowing that she really struggled with him having his, sex with other people. If I say with his job, right, and being willing essentially to put up with it, right, even still knowing that even though she was willing to put up with it, for lack of a better way to put it, he wanted her to ultimately be happy, and while he right. enjoyed doing the work. It wasn't a requirement that he do it that way. Right. So that's why he was like, I have another option. Yeah. And he went with it. Yeah. And, and so not only is he doing voiceover work for porns, he's also reading books now. Yep. You know, so that's why I'm like bringing in like, so yeah, I mean, he wouldn't love somebody or want somebody who's willing to change their whole lives to an extent. You know, because you find out in the book that he's, Highly sexual, has a huge sex drive. Obviously, I mean that's why he got into porn in the well part of it. Part of it, you know. But yeah, so you agree? You yeah. give him an eight and a half, nine. Yeah, nine he's and a half? definitely up there. He's one of the top raiders for sure. Oh my gosh, we don't have very a lot of them, do we? No, we don't. Uh uh-uh. Well, damn, that's pretty crazy though. That it's like we have the whole Carter, and now we have Ciro, who's yeah. a porn star. So. We're fucked. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we have warped senses of girls right. We have warped senses of what people look for, don't we? <laughs> I mean, if it's in a porn star, let's go. Okay, so we have talked about the truth about porn star boyfriends, and <laughs> I feel like we just need to stop it here because we're devolving. Okay, um, I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. So I'm good. I got it. I'm composed. We so this episode this this episode is number twenty four, and that means I can't believe it's twenty four. So right, we what are two episodes year. from the end what of our year. first season. Woohoo! Um, I'm it's telling you this on purpose. Too. It's been a fun season because we're going to probably be talking about that a little bit more as we get toward that last episode. Maybe like a little bit of reminiscing or whatever before we get into some of the last things that we're going to talk about. 
So we're going to have two more episodes. We've already picked the books. I'm only going to tell you what one of them are, though. Yeah. Or is. One of them is. One of them are. One of them is. Um, We don't know how to speak today. It's too early. So anyway, I'm just going to go and (laughs) tell you what it is because I need to just stop. We are going to be reading a book for one of my author friends, actually. Yeah. Um. So up to now, we've kind of read. I'm telling you, y'all. I really wish some days we had a camera in here because (laughs) it would it would be it would be interesting. Maybe next season we're gonna read um, a book from one of my author friends. Up to now, we've kind of stayed in Ku, obviously, but somewhat more well known in that. You know, they're, I don't want to say they're just, like, super popular, but they are authors that are popular. Like, you see their books mentioned a lot. Um, So, we're kind of slowly starting to move into maybe some of the little lesser knowns, if you will, for lack of a better way to put it. So, like, there are any authors that are out there that we've read Mm -hmm. um, or we've heard of, potentially. Right. So, we're going to start trying to include some more of them in there because, I mean, just because they're not as well-known doesn't mean they're not as good as writers. Exactly. I mean, how else do you find exactly so amazing books and make them For our first known? person kind of moving away from the more mainstream, I guess. I don't even know if that's the right way to put it. But anyway. Well, so mainstream my, indie. Yeah, so. Because most of the stuff we've read. Are indie. Well, I mean, Marsha Canham's not indie. Mm. Because she was light with Penguin. Yeah. Phantom. But, like. You know, Avon. Yeah. You know, so, so she was an original, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm trying to think of all the others. Because most of the other ones, though, have been self-published, right? I think so. Well, Tijan just started into But the one that we read was, was self-published. self-published. Yeah, so most of the ones we've read this season, except for Marsha Canham, I mm-hmm. believe. And uh, Crystal Ash. Well, no, sorry, but Crystal Ash is still empty, but we were talking earlier about she's probably of the ones we've picked the least popular, quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, and she's still popular. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's well, that line is a little bit wavy. Because you're the one who explained to me self published versus the trad. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I don't remember. So, like, like the who's trad and who's not on the list. But I think you're right that Canon was the only one that's not indie. Yeah. Because, you know, because, like I said, she's published under Penguin, yeah, Avon, Phantom. Houses. Yeah. Random house. I mean, she's, well, I should know. I have most of her books in paperback. Okay. So, anyway, we're de- we're devolving. Sorry. But, so we're going to read one of my Squirrel. author friends. And um, I'm super excited about this because I've read a few of her books. And they are lighthearted contemporary, so right up my alley. Um, and the one that we're going to be reading is called Level Me Up by Lauren Helms. Um, I'm excited because I haven't read her. And so it's a gamer book, so like the... I'm excited because, I'm also excited because it's a gamer book. So the hero is a gamer. He's on a professional gaming team. I'm just going to go on and put that out there. I don't know if that has any bearing on people um, wanting to read it or not, because I don't think you find a lot of books about gamers. Nope. Um, so I'm kind of excited to dive into it. I have already read it, but I will be rereading it. You're actually going to reread it? I'm pretty sure, yeah. No, you won't. To be fair, I don't totally remember everything, so I'm probably well, gonna, have to, re- I'm gonna have, to have to reread, reread this one. So um, yeah, so that's what we're reading next I mean, time. You'll probably have to reread um, this one instead of flying by the your pants. I hope you enjoyed today's oh episode. I hope you enjoy next time, and thank you so much for listening. If you have suggestions as we get ready for 
next season. So as we get ready for next season. She's going to kill me because um, I'm like playing with everything in the office right now. So as we get ready for next season, let me finish my oh. talk. Come on. Shut Sorry. up. <laughs> as we get ready for next season, if you have suggestions for us, please let us know. Um, and yeah. So you can contact us at bookboozefriends at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you. Get suggestions as okay. we get ready. We're already talking about um, what we want to do for our second season. So the earlier you get those suggestions in, the more likely we are to most likely listen. And um, by the time this comes out, it'll be about a week or so before Thanksgiving. So we're just going to go on. Thanksgiving. Yeah, American Thanksgiving. Canadian American Thanksgiving. It's already happened. Yeah, um, so happy so, Turkey Day. Yeah, happy Turkey Day, even though we're recording this well before Thanksgiving. Yeah. But happy Still, Turkey Day, Happy Americans. Turkey Day. Yes, yes, and yes, yes. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. And we will catch you later. Laters.